everybody, I'm Steve Gibson. And I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about some tips and things to consider as we approach the looming potential threat of a recession. Hey, Ryan. Hi, Steve. How you doing? I'm, I'm okay. I'm trying to keep yeah. it light. That's good. I think you did a really good job of building, you know, not saying there's a recession, not saying there's going to be a recession, <laughs> but on the off chance, the potential that maybe someone thought a recession could happen. Right. And you're saying that it. word a lot and it's a little, it, it's, it's making me more nervous about it. I get anxious you know, with these things. You know, you got to just, I, I'm trying to take the power away from the word. You know, <laughs> by saying it, think about it. I mean, they didn't say Voldemort's name and it was like, you know, by doing that, they only fed the, the lore, you know? Yeah, you're right. You're, you're hundred percent. Just all words to just be said and as much as they can. Right. <laughs> well, let's not go that far. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just in this case, just let's just focus on the recession yeah. for the moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I don't know if it does any, any good to deny the fact that it looks like something there's going to be a dip. There already is a dip. Yeah. You know, you know, I, you know, I lost my multi-billion dollar fortune in Bitcoin that I had. Well, you know, that's a, <laughs> I guess you're just going to have to cut back on the caviar, huh? Yeah. It's going to it's gonna be lean eating at the, yeah. at the Gibson household this, uh, this just year. Just fillets and lobster, but no caviars <laughs> or rich Bernays with it. Like. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, there's obviously something uh, that's going to be a little bit, a little less comfortable than it's been. And that's okay because in a market uh, from whether it's a down market or a hot hiring market, whatever it may be from a recruiting perspective, there's always opportunities and angles and ways to be able to, for recruiters to find uh, uh, new relationships and and opportunities to make placements. You know, it's a great point. There is, you know, whether it is a candidate driven market, it is a client driven market. Um, there's less than ideal situations, but I think that's those are the situations that allow us to have a, uh, a better preparation for coming out of it in a in a in a more successful way. Mm-hmm. Um, trial by fire kind of stuff, you know, Um that's you know that's, that's, that's what I'm great. hoping for. No, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've I think. um we we kind of saw it with the pandemic, uh, which this feels like a deja vu moment. Yeah, uh, this is not the third time we've done this podcast because no, it keeps it's messing up. Not. No, no, you know something wants us to not talk about that. You know what? I think it's the recession wants us the to recession. not talk about it. It's become it's, a living entity. Yeah, it has, and its darkness is trying to take over. But this podcast is the light. It is. It's the thing that's going to bring about change. And mm-hmm. and stop this recession from taking We're change over. Makers. Change We're makers. Change makers. I have to pull up that list I made today. Yeah. <laughs> change makers, innovators. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think we saw it like, you know, with the pandemic and that we came into it. it it's a whole new situation. Right. Um, but people came out of it, you know, those who withstood it came out of it into a market that was. 
uh, I mean, in a way, unprecedented. Oh yeah, never. Nobody's ever seen this kind of of situation in the in the world of hiring, or in uh, some, some organizations say world of work. Um, they, they've never, never, they've never seen it like this like before. The worst because, video game. Yeah, world it, of yeah. work. <laughs> you just go to a desk and type. <laughs> yeah. It's based and, in the, based in the mid nineties, and you're a uh, you're like a, a an budding IT company, or and you're just an administrative <laughs> assistant, and you sit there and you have to document all the, all the files, deliver the messages all around to everybody. Or or the second release of that game, it's two thousand five, uh, two thousand six, and you're converting medical records from uh, paper into into digital files and going through that process. I'm glad I was only eight then. Man, that sounds that sounds like an awful game. But that was people's life. Um, so <laughs> that sounds like the worst. And if you had to do that, we're glad Man. you're still around. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Uh, you were making oh, a good unprecedented, point. Un- unprecedented marking mar- uh, market that we're in. Yeah. Yes. So the fact that that this is something that we've never seen before coming out of the pandemic, unprecedented uh, job, uh, um, what is it, late unemployment uh, is what we're mm-hmm. talking about. And yeah, so, you know, we've never had that kind of environment where just we needed more candidates than there are jobs. Um, and and that created a, a really interesting opportunity for recruiting firms that had a a a um a good hold of their expertise and the relationships they've built through the years and those that were able to weather that covid storm and be able to come out on the other side into that market and and primed for that opportunity to to help those organizations grow and those candidates find the right opportunities that are going to further their career never have we seen it it's been obviously had its own challenges it's had its own um difficulties but but there was uh it it's it changed the way that a lot of recruiters have approached the relationships with candidates, processes that are in place to be able to help them handle those candidates uh, and stay in touch with with clients and candidates more frequently and in better ways. And so it's created a nice um, maybe a nice balance that was missing in some ways. Um, Now, that being said, as we as we go into a potential recession or we look at that, that's going to create a new market and new problems and new challenges. And so mm-hmm. the the key that that I think that that a lot of firms missed out on on that first going into COVID just because it was so unexpected, of course. Uh, and that was like, uh, you know, the recession, like anyone, no one's ever seen before. One, one, we're in the hottest market we've ever seen. And overnight, everything stopped. Mm-hmm. So there's really no time to prepare. In, in this, we've had some time to kind of think about and see what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, and it's still not even here yet. And um, so I think that gives a, a little bit different perspective than something that happens overnight. So we can prepare for what's taking place. Mm-hmm. And so some things to think about is how am I leveraged on my digital presence? How am I being presented and viewed online? Uh, how am I able to be in front of my right clients and candidates through the different platforms that are available to me? And kind of doing an audit of, of those things just so you kind of know where you stand as we're approaching that. And yeah. and then from there, it's determining, OK, I'm not great here. I'm not great here. I am doing this pretty well. And then finding those things you're not great at and, and starting to become better at those that way you could better weather what's taking place within this next economic move that we're going to be uh, entering into. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you're, when you're going through that type of audit, you know, it's important to, to be honest with, with yourself 
and the results that you're currently seeing and the results that, you know, you want to see. I mean, it's important to be both realistic and not, you know, it's there's always room to that was tough. That was that was a tough one. I didn't know if I didn't know if it was year to get it. I, it was it I was, was, I, I was, it was watching it. Um I even had to like sit up into it and I couldn't get it. There was there's always room for improvement. And so you have to um consider where you're at because ultimately your digital presence, your website, those are the things that are lasting, especially a website, you know. Once you invest in that, you don't really have to pay more for that upkeep. And so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, beyond hosting, beyond the the normal stuff. But I mean, it's yours. So when people find you, um, that's a space where, you know, I, I guess you have to be honest with what am I doing well there? What am I not? Because you want to still be found in times where there's not as much work going around. Right. Well, and the, so the website as a whole, let's just start with that, because if, if you're looking at the things that you're doing well, and things you're not doing well, if a website is one of the, those things that you're not doing well, if it's not uh, making a great first impression, it doesn't articulate your expertise, if it doesn't create action, if it doesn't have a very seamless way for your candidates to be able to apply, if it's not SEO optimized properly, if, if it's not meeting and checking these boxes, uh, that would be the first place I would start, because this is the platform that you can use to establish yourself and, and build credibility beyond other firms and other organizations and also be um, be separate from other platforms that you don't want to necessarily have to be subject to in a recession. Well, yeah, because well, well, we've seen before, I mean, even outside of a recession, I mean, I remember I think it was last year, Facebook went down for a little while and there were entire businesses that didn't exist anymore or didn't exist right. online because that one platform went down. And a website, right. you know, unless your website goes down, it's going to be there. Right. And so that that is part of that audit is making sure you have a great host um, and making sure that things are taken care of from that perspective as well. But but, uh, you know, like you're saying with with Facebook and a lot of recruiting work. From LinkedIn perspective, say LinkedIn decides to change the way that the building structure is, you and they start charging for basic pages. Now you can't even be on the platform at all without without um, without being charged. There's going to be a mass exodus of things from that, and you don't want to be your only only tie to the rest of the world being within LinkedIn. It's a great no. tool, it's a great part of what you're doing, but but our goal is not to be able to just build on LinkedIn. We want to build on our own our own um, website. We want to build on our own property that's available to us. And that is going to be your domain and where you're going to be sending clients and candidates. And so that's where that website comes in, making sure that's prepared. It's, it's set up right to be visible. It has all those things in place that it is representing your organization in the right ways. Um, so, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, Steve, I have a website. Okay, great. So does grandma. What does your website look like, though? Uh, you know, what does it what does yeah. it represent? Does it is, is it is it uh, exude ex and expertise? Does it show them that you know what you're talking about? That you're a real business? That you're legitimate? Um, and so those are all things that that we have to be pretty honest with ourselves on and. And, and you realize, and, and we talk about this a ton, that that they're not going anywhere. Websites aren't um, no, the lifeline that we have. No, I know. Finally, <laughs> we can, we let's just say it, it's not. You know, what? Um, I think the internet's going to stick around. That's good. <laughs> yeah, right. And so, just you know, make sure that that is a platform that is set up and ready to be able to drive people to you and make you more visible and bring you more awareness to your, to individual search 
looking for firms like yourself because as hiring decreases, there's less searches being done. So you need to be more uh, prevalent at the top of those searches mm-hmm. um, and near the top of those searches because there's less of those happening. And so you just need to get more opportunities for those calls to come to you versus because there's just fewer chances of that taking place now or potentially, I, you know, I, yeah. this is, you know, this is all things that we're just kind of discussing. If it, it, it takes a downturn. It's, it's hypotheticals right now. Sure. But you'd rather right. be prepared for a, a, you know, sort of worst case scenario than to go into it blind. Well, um, and we, our belts tighten in those situations. And so mm-hmm. you don't necessarily, if you're in a place where you've been in very, had an opportunity to be uh, successful this last year and a half. And then before that, those previous three to four years when we had a great market um, and, and you have some resources to invest now, it's less painful to do it now than it, when, when things are really strapped. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, that's part of that. You know, again, you Ryan, you know, how much I love quotes you um, big quote guy over here. I'm a big quote guy, you know, I'm a big misquoting guy. Um, uh, but so it's, I don't know, it's some sort of Chinese proverb or something. I, I don't know who did. Let's just attribute it to, I don't know, Genghis Khan, right? Okay. Sure. Yeah, no, he's a historically <laughs> the, great guy. The great, the great, the great warlord Genghis Khan once mm-hmm. said, you don't got a garden when you don't plant a garden when you're hungry. Right. Mm-hmm. You do mm-hmm. it when, when you are, when you're satisfied already, knowing that you're going to be hungry, maybe someday. And so we need to make sure that we're investing in planting, sowing seeds in our digital garden. So that way, when the time comes, we can reap that harvest and be able to sustain ourselves through those periods of maybe a little bit leaner times. Yeah, I love it. You know, plant those potatoes now, people. Plant those digital potatoes now. I love it. Digital potato. That's what we should have called this podcast. That's what, call the, that's what we should have called the firm. Digital, <laughs> digital potatoes. Oh, man. But it's, if I mean, I, it's, oh, please. No, I've, I was just saying, if I can go back in time, I would. That would, digital potatoes. That's the com. one change you'd make in this world. <laughs> well, <laughs> we know that's not that's true. What you're, mm-hmm. uh, but so, so with that too, one of the things that you can do, because it is a leaner time, you know, we've talked about one of the things that's a lot of times the first thing to go is marketing. Right. And you don't want to, I mean, to throw out all marketing is, well, how are people going to find you? Right. I mean, if you get rid of everything, but there are some things you can be doing now to prepare for those leaner times where maybe, you know, you say, I'm going to do a little bit less of an investment on my marketing, but there are things that I'm going to take over myself. So practicing some right. of that content creation, you know, it doesn't have to be um, hours worth of stuff. It doesn't, you know, I sit here and I create content for eight hours a day. That's not a recruiter's job, still recruit, right. but consider what can you do in 10 to 15 minutes just to, you know, stay out there, stay active on your company page, you know, start practicing now, especially if you haven't done it before to, to figure out what kind of voice and tone of voice you want. And, um, you know, just how you can reinforce your branding with, without putting in a ton of time. Yeah. I mean, Marie Antoinette once said practice makes perfect. So, (laughs) so is that why she was so good at baking cake? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so, um, but no, you're hundred percent right on that. It, it, it's so important to just because, and we're pretty realistic individuals at recruiters websites. We know that, that someone say cynical, right. Someone say <laughs> cynical. On. Yeah. Right. Um, but from the perspective of, um, 
you know, if you do have to cut, uh, I guess, what is it? Tighten your, tight, uh, what I can't think of the way, tighten your belt a little tighten bit. Let's just say it like that. You got to tighten your belt a little bit and you can start creating some of the content yourself. You can write a blog article yourself because guess what? You're smart. You're capable. You know, you're capable. You know, the industry. You can type. It, it, yeah. You, you know, you know, letters and how to put them in together to make words. You're you could do that. Yeah, right. So <laughs> if, if you just take, take the time and, and do that, you're, you're still investing time, but then it's a little bit more palatable, maybe in, in a situation where you can't necessarily invest the resources to engage a firm to do it yourself. So we know that mm-hmm. people are, are going to have to do some of those things and that's okay. Um, you know, we, we, that's why we give our clients full access to their website to allow them to be able to do things like that. So, it, but if you can start practicing that now, getting a rhythm down, what a consistency should look like, um, you know, start writing some LinkedIn posts from now and again, you know, start doing some of the simple things that get you in that motion and part of your just day-to-day activities. It's not something then that you have to start in the middle of a very, very stressful time. Um, and so, you know, just putting some, some motion into into some of these things uh, before it gets it could get rough or before it gets a little less comfortable than you would want it to be can help you then be able to be ready to to implement those things in in that time already and it becomes it's more second nature it's easier you're already moving to, to use your uh your garden uh analogy from earlier from genghis khan well not mine uh, but genghis from genghis's good old <laughs> yeah. Genghis. um you know, you don't have to go out to that garden during this time and make the full garden salad. You know, you can just cut up a little pepper as a snack. All right. You don't have to do anything crazy. I mean, just, you know, you don't have to be a thought leader. You don't have to go and, you know, if you had a firm that was doing three blogs a week and or three blogs a month and, and, you know, a social media calendar, just a, a portion of that, a little fraction, just the pepper from the salad, you know, you don't have to go crazy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's still healthy, but it's not over the top. Right. You know, consider the grasshopper and the ant, Ryan. Oh, I will. What does that mean? I'm just going to leave it there. With that. All right. Is that another uh, Genghis Khan quote? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, his, his, I got a pepper story, though. OK, uh, so we're growing peppers. <laughs> Classic pepper story. <laughs> Classic Great start. Pepper. No, it's just, this is just like a kid's story. So mm-hmm. we got, I got two kids. You know this. I do. I got Lewis, who is a one and a half year old. And um, he is under the impression that the world is like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. And you can just eat anything and everything at any given time. You just pluck it from wherever you are and you can eat it. Mm-hmm. Um, part of this problem is we took him to a blueberry farm the other day, uh, not so long ago. And he was just, he could eat anything he, he saw. Eat the, yeah. Right. Right. And so he's in the backyard the other day. We have a pepper plant. He decided to mosey over. He ate all the peppers off the pepper plant. Uh, what kind of peppers? Red peppers. Okay. So, they, so I mean, not anything. No, not jalapeno or anything like anything spicy or they're going to hurt them. But still, we wanted to put those in the salad. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, he ate up your resources. Right. Don't let. The recession as a one and a half year old, eat up all your resources in your garden. That's really what the recession is to your people. Just, just a, a baby. Just a just little a, baby. A little ignorant baby eating all your peppers. Yeah, a little. <laughs> your baby, though, he does. Uh, he mean mugs me sometimes when I see him. That's his face. He's got an That's RBF just, face. He gets yeah. that from his mom. Well, he's got recession face. <laughs> get recession face. All right. 
Right. So, um, okay. So, I mean, you know, this is not a complicated subject. It's just, we're just encouraging people just to get things in motion a little bit. Uh, Invest while you can in those things that will reap you benefits. It'll help you stand out from other recruiting firms that are not um, in those times. And and we that traditionally in in a recession that, that a lot of firms that don't have the recruiting foundations and fundamentals in place. And then having that coupled with being visible and having those relationships and able to being able to be found don't necessarily weather that storm very great. In fact, a lot of them mm-hmm. close the doors and, and go in house or move on to different careers. And a lot of that is because a lot of individuals start in these times of when they feel like the, that market's good. Oh, I, recruiting's easy. I can be a recruiter. Mm-hmm. But we all know that's not the case. And a lot of times these recessions weed those people out. What we don't want it to do is, is weed out established and really great recruiters because they haven't done the things necessary to make sure that they can be found in those situations. So that's mm-hmm. the key from a perspective of, of if you're established, if you know what you're doing, just use it as an opportunity to make sure that people can find you so you you can continue to do what you do really well, and that's recruit. And um, and that that's really what we're trying to push here from a perspective of of the importance of of just preparing for mm-hmm. whatever whatever market comes our way. And we experience this with with you know, even in this market. People are like, hey, Steve, I need to put together a marketing campaign for candidates. Uh, mm-hmm. I need more candidates. Well, we're kind of in the midst of this and and it's kind of a little late. Like once you're in it, it's like you just it's just a little late yeah you can you can do things to try and get candidates but the firms that were focusing on candidates when it was client driven and now the ones that are focusing on clients when it's candidate driven are the ones who come out ahead because they're a step ahead right and and i've always told people that you should be building those relationships with clients now a lot of people have stopped the outreach to new clients because like they are calling me steve or uh, you know i have so many job orders i don't know what to do but but those are the opportunities that you would have had to be able to build new relationships that you would maybe would have never had a chance to get in the door because they've always ignored you. They don't want to talk mm-hmm. to a recruiter that day, you know, cause they get a thousand of these calls. Well, guess what? They weren't getting a thousand of these calls now and they need help. And even if you couldn't ultimately help that position right then, you at least developed a rapport. Um, and so people have neglected that and that will come back to bite them later on when it's more of a client driven market, when we have uh, very limited job orders, but too many candidates. So, I mean, these are all just things we got to keep Keep in mind, and it's very hard to do if you're close to your desk in the weeds all the time. And so we're just here to try to bring it to the front. Well, and it's just interesting. And I, because, you know, I think a lot of times, I guess it's interesting that recruiters have that issue, you know, because a lot of times we hear recruiters say, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, the most important thing you can do in your job, your career is to build connections. You know, and from their perspective, it's because building those connections, you know, you place a a candidate, becomes a client, becomes a candidate back and forth and so on. And so then you continue your business. So, you know, maybe it's just one of those things where, you know, don't just listen to what we're saying, but listen to yourself. I mean, you guys know what you're doing. So, you know, take 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 some advice from you. That's a good way to turn it around on them. I like that. (laughs) 
what can I say? You know, I no, but, but, but no, it is true. It is a good point. It's, it's the same thing with, um, it's funny because recruiters are great at prepping people for interviews. You know, hey, mm-hmm. make sure you show up. You look great. You look sharp. Dress for the job, how they're going to want to see you, how you want them to be able to leave uh, the, the impression of yourself and, and your capabilities and make sure that you really, you know, really knock it out of the park with those things. Um, but then when it comes to their own website or their own LinkedIn page, or their own content they're producing is less than less than uh, less than great. And um, and and we don't necessarily think about the advice that we give applies to us. And this could even happen from a marketing firm's perspective. Um, You know, if we're out here, we're saying, hey, do this, do this. And we're not doing any of it then, you know, we need to listen to ourselves as well. So not, we're not just picking on, on recruiters here. This is, we're all in the same boat. I think it's really just businesses in general. We'll just, we get mm-hmm. so caught up in everything we're doing on the day-to-day just functioning of the business that you, you, you forget to be able to implement the things that you know to do. Yeah. Um, you know, when we worked, when I recruited, um, so my dad, obviously we worked with dad as recruiters and he did this for, you know, 30 years, still doing it. Um, and he'd find himself slacking. He'd be, you know, maybe his year wasn't as good as it wanted to be, or that month wasn't as great as he wanted it to be. And he's trying to figure out what's going on and what's happening. And, um, he's, he would sit back and kind of realize that he wasn't as sharp on some of the things that he's always known for his, the last 30 years of his career, but he just needed to remind. And so he'd pick up one of these kind of go-to books. And in his case, he lo- he always liked Steve Finkel's books about some of those fundamentals of recruiting. And he'd go, he'd pull that out and, and read it. And then all of a sudden it would change the way that he was able to just reminded him and brought it to the forefront of his mind. Oh, I'm not doing this. I'm not saying this little close like I need to write. I'm not overcoming that mm-hmm. objection in the way that I need to, or I'm not making my call numbers. I'm not having the right kind of conversations or whatever it may be. And all of a sudden it would then uh, change his, his thought process again. He, he remembered how remember to do those things uh, and kind of just self-remind uh, through those through the uh, re-education of the, some things that he has already known. And it would change his whole year from there. And mm-hmm. I've seen I've seen him do that countless times. And that's a guy who's been doing this 30 years. So same thing with our digital presence it, and same things we're doing from website, LinkedIn, blog writing, you know, SEO, anything that we're doing. There may be things, our process of internally taking on candidates and how that works through automation, those things we have in place to be able to help uh, facilitate that. There may be some things that, that you've done great before in the past, but it's been a couple years and you've let it slack. And, and maybe it's time to make sure that's spruced up before we kind of transition into a new market. And, and what that may be, even if it was the same market, it may be time if it's been a couple of years to kind of refresh yourself on what it is you're doing, maybe some best practices and start implementing those, whether it's from the assistance of a firm or something you do yourself, but just, just remember to, to, to kind of uh, refresh yourself every once in a while. And, and that's, that's, that's what we're trying to get across. I think. Yeah. Practice makes perfect Marie Antoinette. Right. Just like you said, Marie just Antoinette. Just like I said. <laughs> right. 1775. Yeah. Is that when she was alive? Uh, I gotta I'd have to look again. My fr- if I have a French teacher listening right now, I'm sorry. I know I studied this in college. I, I think I was pretty right. Let's see. Um, let's see. She she her tenure of rule was uh, May tenth, seventeen seventy four to September seventeen ninety two. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, and then you know. The rest is history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awful, awful history. Yes. Say <laughs> lovey.
Right. All right. So do you want to do our little bit real quick? Yeah, guys, we got a little bit for you here. Uh, so we're, uh, we had fun with uh, trying to find ways that Tim Duncan related to recruiting. So we're going to do a random celebrity generator this time and try to find a way that that person can relate to this conversation of recruiting and and see somehow how that works. So, right. I'm going to let you hit the button first and generate the. Uh, the first person. Okay. Well, the first one I feel like actually is uh, one that I see a lot of recruiters quote uh, or reference uh, Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. Bruce Lee. So, I mean, you know, <sighs> discipline, I think, is something that we could take from Bruce Lee. You know, uh, he may not have lived a long life, but he lived a good life, uh, a, a disciplined life. You know, he was dedicated to perfecting his um martial arts um you know always taking the things uh, in advance doing doing the practice doing the work uh in order to be successful say when uh, battling chuck norris in a movie sure. um you know so there's there's no way you're going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with chuck norris um you know if you don't plant that garden ahead of time and eat your vegetables and i'm sure right. he did right so, I, guys, well, to me i mean I would say that you think Chuck, I mean, Chuck Norris, do you think that Bruce Lee got at that great in nunchucks overnight? No, it took time. No. To refresh your courses. So just like Bruce Lee had to practice being great at nunchucks, we have to practice being greater at digital presence. We have to practice being great at recruiting. It's all about so, practice. It's all about practice. So that, that's what I would say there. That was pretty good. I, I, yeah, so I, think, I think that's going to resonate with people. Yeah. All right, let, me hit, let me hit this button. Okay. Bruce I, wish, I wish it made a noise. <laughs> when you edit this, can you make it go? Yeah, I'll do, yeah, uh, we'll okay. do a whole. Okay. Richard Gear. Okay. Richard Gear. <laughs> That's the one. Um, so, you know, it's important. Richard Gear was a dynamic actor right um a lot of different roles i'm trying to really stay away from it um so when we're working in our desk we want to make sure that we're able to truly focus on the things that are important um you know it's easy to get distracted it's easy to get pulled away from the things that are important in our life um from the fundamentals that we we stand by with recruiting you know how to have a proper conversation how to make sure that you're building those relationships how to make sure you're going through those processes always clothing them those small clothes those small wins working a candidate through uh you know just like richard gear with his movies you know he had this great roles where he he, he played a, a variety of different characters but but eventually he got pulled away and and when you get pulled away, you, you know, you can get caught in situations that are less than favorable. And in our case, if we're not focusing on those fundamentals, we could be caught in a situation that is uh, leaves, shows us without uh, without the the fundamentals in place, without without our website in place and, and without us being able to really be making the volume of placements that we need to. So uh, I think it's just a lesson to learn from Richard Gears that we got to stay focused. Eyes on the prize. And out of the pet store. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, my immediate one, uh, I think, you know, Richard Gear to me is like the economy. Um, and the economy can both give and take. 
And so, uh, you know, if you're going to be with the economy, sometimes the economy is going to snap the box shut. Sometimes the economy is going to open it back up. And that's where your opportunity lies. It's a pretty woman reference. Yeah. Yeah. For those who didn't get it. I get it. I get it. it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. That that really awkward laugh that she does there. Mm -hmm. That was genuine. She didn't know he was going to do that. See, that's the that's that's what I'm talking about with Richard Gere. That's the kind of stuff that he brought to the table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just he knew how to he knew how to do that. How to get the best out of out of that young act- actress Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. As as recruiters, we got to know how to get the best out of our candidates. Surprise them. Ask the question they're not expecting, but 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 do it in a way that's going to make them giggle. Darn it. <laughs> And then you'll be the true pretty woman. Yeah, <laughs> right. Again, this derails. I don't every time we do this. I mean, it's fine. I think people will enjoy oh, it. We can, you know, next time, let's try it. We'll do it at the top of the show. We'll pick them out. <laughs> no, <laughs> and really, really edit them. At least nobody's listening at this point. That's the important thing. Yeah, no, there's nothing important here anymore. It's not like no. stay tuned to the end and you're going to hear the five secrets to recruiting success. Because should probably do that. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, no, we'll do that next time or something. So anyway, <laughs> subscribe, share, yeah, subscribe, follow us on social uh, LinkedIn. We got a couple pages, distinctly digital page. And of course, our recruiters websites page, Facebook, Instagram. And, you know, catch us uh, on our website, recruiterswebsites.com slash podcast. Subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those platforms. We're there. Subscribe. Do it. See you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.